Hello. How are you? Good. We've got a good show today. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. So we're talking about website optimization. And really what that means is how to improve your online rankings because that's what it matters. So what do you need to do? What do you not do when it comes to improving your online rankings? Because there's just a lot of information out there. But what we're going to do today is give you a step-by-step guide on your website, what it needs to boost its SEO rankings and examples on how to do it. So let's get going. All right. Welcome to Marketing on the Mic, everybody. We are here to give you a variety of digital marketing tips, talk about some trends and useful guides. And it's really, we're here to help you get better business results on the internet. That's exactly right. So website optimization, what does that mean exactly? Well, simply put, website optimization is the process of improving your online rankings with search engines to drive more customers to your website. So think about this. Search engines have to sift through like billions of websites out there. And their number one job is to deliver the most accurate and relevant results back to the end user. Yes, I have this conversation with people all the time. It's like, I want to build a beautiful website and that's great. (laughs) But if you don't do certain things and people can't find it, it's kind of like, you know, why do I want one? So Mm -hmm. again, these are tips that can help you make sure that your website's going to be found. I mean, it's only logical that search engines need to have like specific rules in place or what you've heard us say, algorithms. They all have their own algorithms um, to give users the best information. Um, Again, they're all about user experience. Otherwise, it'd be kind of like a wild, wild west. It really would. (laughs) It's like there's no rules, there's no laws, but... Really, the search engines use a ton of factors when it does come to online rankings, and it's hard to sift through. So today's show, we've pulled together five must-haves when you when it comes to website optimization. Yes. Yeah. The key here is this is not a complete list. This is just five good ones to focus on. So let's go into the first one, which is create useful and consistent content. I feel like that, you know, there's like words that we say all the time like that, SEO, target audience. (laughs) Useful and consistent content is so important. And more important, the quality of your website content really matters. So you really want to be intentional in creating pages on your website that if they're not useful and if they don't provide real value to the end user, it's just going to come back and bite you. (laughs) <laughs> it's like one of those things. Maybe we better start by actually having content on your website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Put words on there. <laughs> it's like we can only do so much with our beautiful design. Um, but anyway, yes, you have to have content on there. But again, like um, I started to say, Kelsey, think about Kelsey, how she designs a beautiful website. So as Sarah was saying, useful content means providing information that keeps the user on your website longer. And Mm -hmm. why is this important? Well, again, it's important because the longer a user spends on a website without clicking off, it's going to send that signal to Google that your site must have something to offer. Um, They're going to be able to say, you know, maybe that information really is engaging and relevant. And this is going to result in what we call a low bounce rate. People are going to stay put. 
Yes. And they are looking for that. They're looking for that bounce rate. So pumping out mediocre content just isn't enough because the stakes are really too high and the competitive competition is too high to just try to get away with fluff. So really think about prioritizing quality and consistency over quantity. So you really want to write content that is useful to the target customer and content that is worth showing in the search results. Yes, yes, yes. Now, how can you improve your website content? You might be thinking, seems like a huge task and I don't even know where to start. Well, two of the easiest ways are to write blogs or even do a vlog, a video blog, and just videos in general. And we talk about the importance of adding ongoing content. So does that mean you have to rewrite your About Us page or your services pages like every month? No. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> um, the most beneficial way to keep your website fresh with SEO rich content, again, is to publish blogs on a regular basis and do some videos. Yes. And because videos do so well, and that's, you know, just an important reason to do it. Um, and blogs really have this like superpower because they can actually produce multiple SEO factors in every single article. And that is what what it's all about is just making is getting that those SEO factors in play and blogs really do exact exactly that. So at minimum, your website should be pumping out about one blog a month. Um, At best, you could do one or two a week if you have the resources to do so. So don't just pump out something that is really just fluff. So blog should be at minimum about 600 words and include a variety of industry related topics that your potential customers care about. Because again, you want, you want it to be something that's searchable content. Yeah, and I think you make a good point in talking about, do you have the resources to keep it up? Mm-hmm. Um, it's better off not to have a blog period if you're not going to keep it up or consistently post. So, you know, sometimes we just tell people, take it off because <laughs> it's not serving the purpose. But this is all about getting your website optimized the best you can. So again, when you need to make sure you're creating bo- bogs, <laughs> blogs, blogs are coming out. That's a new trend we'll talk about. <laughs> your your blogs and videos need to align with what your customers are looking for. Obviously, yeah. writing about your favorite things has nothing to do with it. It has to be what are your customers actually searching for. Yes, that's 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 true. So another thing that you may or may not have thought about is optimizing your images. So, you know, if you think that you're adding like a giant stock image of like a delicious bowl of ice cream and it's like, wow, that's going to pull people in. Um, But it can slow you down big time if your website's not optimized. So you want to make sure that you're adding images to every piece of content and making sure that these images are optimized. And what does that mean? We're going to tell you exactly what it means. Yes. What does it mean? That's another big question we get all the time. What do you mean optimize my images? Well, these are the things that mean your image is optimized. First, it has to be original and unique. It needs to be formatted and compressed correctly. Again, you don't want to load in the hugest um, picture available. You want to make sure that you can compress it down and still keep a great quality. And then it also needs to have what we call SEO friendly alt text. Now, what? <laughs> We're like alt what? It yeah. is alt text. So what is that really? Well, s- search engines are really talented, but they still cannot read images. 
So you have to put some text attached to the image. And it's very important that you do so. Yes. So what does alt text do? It describes the contents of the image so that the search engines can interpret it. So for SEO purposes, make sure you include associating keywords with that alt text. So include an alt description that accurately describes the image and the context of your article. Exactly. All right. Now we're going to get to number two. Talking about page speed. And people may not think about this, but I bet you sure have seen it. Let's Mm -hmm. let me see a show of hands of people who love slow loading websites. Of course, nobody does. Oh, my gosh. Um, Especially this day and age when people are fast, they don't want stuff slowing them down. How fast your website pages load, too, is a huge ranking factor on both desktop and mobile devices for all the search engines. So the slower it loads the more your bounce rate, again, that's when they jump off your website, will skyrocket because people don't have patience. No. Yeah. And in this day and age, they're like, I can't, like, I've got plenty of other fast loading websites that I could go Mm -hmm. to. Why am I going to want to hang out here? So faster load speed, it leads to a better website experience. A better website experience means more website visits, more website visits, signals to search engines that your website's got it going on. So with Google, the user's experience comes first. We see this more and more and more. So if it's slow and your website's loading slow, it just means that you've got dissatisfied users. So how fast should your website load? Well, if you can believe it, one to two second load time is actually optimal and kind of the expectations of users. Isn't that crazy? Kind of crazy, but (laughs) it's true. And we work on this all of the time with the websites we host. So think about these stats. And these are crazy stats if we talk about speed. So with Google research, it shows that bounce rate increases 32% on page load time if it goes from one to three seconds. It also shows that 90% when the page load time increases to five seconds. And if the site takes more than 10 seconds or even, let's just say over five seconds, you may as well forget it. Shut her down. <laughs> Shut her down. <laughs> nobody's yeah. going to stay there. Wait, they're just not going to. Yeah, nobody's there anymore. So what factors affect website load time, you might be asking. So there's, a, there, and I'm, we're not going to get too complicated with this, but we're just going to show you some general things. One is web hosting. So what is web hosting? A web hosting company provides the server that your website will be hosted on. So different companies have different uptime guarantees and they'll, it'll say it on there what their uptime guarantee is, which just really means the amount of time that the web server is available with no issues. So when you're searching around, you really want to choose a company that has a guarantee of at least 99.9% of uptime. Yes, because if that server's going up and down, again, it's going to affect everything having to do with your website. So choose your hosting wisely. Yeah. Um, Another thing that can slow speed down are images, videos, and just files overall. Again, the larger your file size is and the more you have on a page, the longer it's going to take for that to load. I mean, it only makes sense. Um, Make sure your files are formatted. And again, like we talked about, compressed correctly so they don't swallow up all that speed while your website's trying to load. 
Yeah, that's really, really important. And then another factor would be plugins. So plugins are essentially sort of like a la carte. It's like it's a piece of software that adds a new feature or a functionality onto your website, uh, like a, adding a form or, or things like that. And But too many of them can really slow your website down or even crash. I mean, it's sort of like when you're going to the buffet table. If your plate's like overflowing, then you're just going to, you know, you're going <laughs> to drop your plate. <laughs> That's a perfect example. That is, I mean, we've seen websites that they load a plugin for like every single thing. It's like, oh my gosh, you don't need all that stuff. Well, yeah. if you know how to code it correctly, I guess. Um, right. All right. Cache clearance. What does this mean? Caching is the process of storing a copy of your website's file in, in place. Yes. Now, if this weren't in place, the client's browser would need to request your website's assets from the original server every time. The lack of caching layers leads to slower response time and loading time. So I know that's a lot of technical jargon, but your website company should be helping you keep all this. Yes. Yes. And this is like those things that you'll know when it's just not working, you know, and then it's sort of like that thing of what's what's going on. And then the last point we want to make on this is unclean code. So unclean clean code refers to HTML text code that's really overcomplicated. It's messy. It's not structured right. Or it's just really unnecessary elements that make it difficult for the search engine's bots to, to read. Because, uh, again, you know, they're smart, but they have to have, like Rawi says, like, they're sort of very like a two-year-old. They need It needs to be cut and dry for them. So you can check the readability of your code uh, through Google Search Console. And that's just one way for you to kind of see, like, is this clean or is it messy? And I got problems. Yes, exactly. All right, let's move on. <coughs> Excuse me, that cough that I said will not go away. Yeah. All right, number three, website of website optimization is what we call internal links. Now, what does this mean? I'm always trying to tell people about links and it can get kind of confusing, but it's really not that confusing. Um, an internal link is a hyperlink between two pages on the same website. So internal links are a great way to help reader, readers easily access more information. <laughs> I mean, I think that even like blogs are a great way of doing this. You can yes. actually put a link to another blog or reference something else on the website. So from a user and search engine standpoint, internal links help navigate the site. And you have a great analogy here in a minute that we're going to describe that it's going to make even more sense. Yeah. So, you know, search engines are going to find your posts and pages much easier when they're linked to and from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So it helps Google sort of get a better idea of like the structure of the lay of the land of your website. And it almost allows pages that are maybe deeper within your site to rank better because they're linked together. So if a page isn't linked, it becomes harder and harder for additional pages on your website to get crawled by search engines. So you just really want to make it easier for them to find it. Yes. And you wrote this analogy, which I think is brilliant and explains us so much better. Okay. Think about this. Think about it as like doors within your house. If you build a house with 20 different rooms, but you only have a few doors to get to every single room, you could get lost um, or not even get to see the whole house. It's like, like the website. If you don't have a way to navigate through it, you may not get to see the information that you're actually looking for, which is going to upset the users and just 
and it just gets complicated. So the more doors that connect to your rooms, the easier it is to connect from one place and get you to place to place. Yeah. And get kind of an overall idea, uh, overall idea of like the layout of everything. And that's exactly what those search engines are trying to do. So let's move to number four, um, incorporate your location. This is um, a, just a real big one and good for all those local businesses out there. So look, 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 what's going on? <laughs> location based SEO. It's also known as geo targeting. And it's really the practice of optimizing your content to appear in a target location. So Google prioritizes local rankings based on three factors you may have not known relevance, distance and predominance. Ever notice when you search online and you're looking for a burger restaurant, um, what's closest to where you're at is what's going to appear. You're not going to get a burger restaurant in Pennsylvania when you're in Birmingham. Yes. And again, talking about location, it's it's really what's important to you where you're at at the moment. And let's talk about one of these three factors that you mentioned, relevance. What does relevance mean? Relevance is connected to how well the local business profile matches with what people are searching for. Your business listings on um, Google business profile and Bing places are tied to your, what we call NAP, name, address, phone number, and a lot of other details about your business. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. And that's why it's important at the very least to make sure all those profiles are filled out. (laughs) So yeah, uh, then talk about distance. And that's why we always are plugging in, like get your directories filled out because that's what they're looking for. Uh, Distance. So distance, as the name implies, is how far the potential search results are from the location of what you are searching. So if a user doesn't specify a location, then the search engine is actually going to calculate the distance based on what they understand about where you're at. Yes. All right. So we had relevance. The next thing that you mentioned a moment ago was prominence. Now, what does this mean? Prominence refers to how well your business stands out from other similar businesses and how well it's known basically in general in the search engines. Now, think about this. Google is going to heavily factor in the amount of information on the business that's available. Um, these could be like things like links, articles, reviews, website information, site visits. The more, the better as far as they're concerned. Yes. And this is why this is where all those things to optimize your website come into play. So how to optimize your website for local searches. Like we said, complete your local directory profiles completely. Just make sure across the board, everything's consistent and filled out, makes it so easy for you and it can only help you. And then location, target location specific keywords. This is really a simple strategy that almost any company can do to leverage itself against other local searches is put in like we are Birmingham's, you know, blah, 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 wherever you're at. It just helps to navigate to the search engines to say, oh, Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham. Yeah. I mean, it's very easy to do, but you also have to make it look natural. (laughs) Right. Um, So you can't go, Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham. (laughs) It's like, I see websites all the time that just put like a big old paragraph now serving da, 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 da. It's like, you don't have to do that. You can make it look natural. Like you can incorporate the local keywords, you know, like your town or area, maybe on your content or your blogs. I mean, let's say, for instance, that my pest control company presence is in the Mount Laurel area. 
This will be a great example. You could write specific articles such as winter pest control tips for Mount Laurel homeowners. So you're getting not only your keyword pest control, but you're also getting your area Mount Laurel put in there. So, and it doesn't look weird. It doesn't look weird. Yeah, exactly. It looks, it looks natural. Another thing is to separate your location on, on a separate page of your website. So to better rank for multiple locations, you really want to create a separate page for each location and publish content that's unique to those locations. So it's really important to make sure that your location is included in the slug, AKA the URL. So if you're, you know, pestcontrolcompany.com forward slash alabaster, whatever it is, so that again, it's easier to read and it's location specific with contact information that is location specific and easy to find call to action buttons for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're located in one city, you don't want the information for another city. All just kind of should make sense anyway. Right. All right. Now we're on to number five on-page user experience. This is huge. Again, we talk about this all the time. Google's all about that user experience. So this deals with what we call behind the scenes of your website. But the great news about this web website optimization factor is it's been around for a long, long time. And it mm -hmm. makes a very significant impact on your website's visibility and SERP. Now what's SERP? Not SERP for your pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> It's SERP, S-E-R-P, <laughs> Search Engine Results Page. So your search engine results page, the position that it has is simply the position a website holds in that organic search. It's kind of lower on the page if you're looking something up. If your website is optimized well, it's going to be positioned higher than your competition, which is obviously the name of the game. That is the name of the game. And the best writers, they understand the power of a captivating title. So it's at the top of on-page SEO, and it's critical for really attracting the user's attention, and it increases website clicks, obviously, because if you have a compelling title, people are going to click on it. So your title should be there not only for the users, but for the crawlers, so make sure it has title tags on all of your website pages. Yes, and every URL on your website should be very clear and incorporate the essential keywords that it's talking about, like for ancient for Wowie. <laughs> Deep breath. A great example of this would be like the the say we do custom websites. So our URL would be Fusion One Marketing slash custom websites. It has the keyword in it, it tells what you're looking for, and you know that that page is what it's gonna be about. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then talk about the meta description. So the meta description is a brief description that the user see in the search results. So it's the first impression to sort of entice users to want to click through. It's sort of that little brief description that's like, oh, I'm going to read this, you know, two sentences. This looks good. This aligns with what I'm looking for. So it, it, again, it's your first impression. It entices the user to click through. So really make sure that you're writing really good titles, strong titles, and descriptions for your pages. And schema, schema markup is another little hidden gem mm. on websites that tell search engines about your page content. Yes, yeah, schema, when we learned about that years ago, that's one thing that sets us apart, I think, is that we 
do use schema markup. Now, schema markup is basically, it's code that's added to the HTML code of a website. That's basically the code that makes the website look like it does. Um, and all this means is that it allows search engines to change the way your website content is displayed in your SERPs. It's important because it helps search engines present users with more information of what we call results of rich results. Yes. Um, and, you know, these are all, now we don't get too comp complicated, but they, this is all stuff that really matters. So, too late. No, I'm kidding. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, don't worry. This is easy. <laughs> um, yeah. Header tags. This will be the last one what we'll touch on. But header tags, H1, H2, H3, is kind of what we look, refer to it as. And this is really one of the easiest and most common methods to break up sections of your text and make it easier for search engines to understand your content. So plus they make your content more readable, which is a key to SEO ranking factor. And what we mean by the H1, H2 is it's breaking things up of like, this is a new topic I'm going to talk about. This is number three. This is number four. Or this is however it is so that people can go through it and know in each section, this is what this content's going to be about. And of course, the search engines can follow along easy too. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I mean, and they're different sizes. They may be a little bolder. So yeah, it's just, and it makes it look so much nicer than just have one long run on paragraph. So those are very important things. All right. So those are the five factors that make a difference when you're optimizing your website and will in turn bring you more traffic. So if you need help with this, sometimes it gets technical, but if you need to have a website company that, again, knows what they're doing to make sure that, you know, people can find your website when they're searching. So if you need help with any of this or any digital digital optimization, we would love to help. Love to talk to you. Absolutely. Don't forget, we go live every other Friday on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can catch the replay on Instagram. And don't forget, if you're listening to us, thank you and subscribe to our podcast, Marking in a Mic. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Fusion One Marketing, because we're always putting out good stuff for you to understand the digital marketing game. So that's it for us. We'll see you yep. next time. All right.